You're listening to She Time Podcast, Season 3, Episode 1, What is Self-Care? Welcome back to She Time, your me time destination, featuring smart and fun conversations aimed at helping women to prioritize self-care. I'm your host, Alexandra Sampson, career woman, self-care advocate, work-life well-being expert, and founder of the She First Project. Today, we're kicking off season three of She Time, and I am so excited to be back. This episode is actually airing on my birthday. Yes, happy birthday to me. And I'm thrilled to talk about a topic that has changed my life literally over the last number of years. I'm definitely excited to head into this next year with a continued focus on self-care. And I hope that you are and will join me in that. Um, So season three of She Time is uh, entitled Self-Care 101. And we're doing a deep dive into the She First Project's six pillars of self-care success. So over the course of the season, we'll cover physical, mental, emotional, social, spiritual, and financial self-care. Yes, we are going to self-care school. And just like any other course you may take, and I'm, I'm getting flashbacks to college and law school right now, there are prerequisites. And so today's episode is what is self-care? And so we're kicking off the season with a prerequisite. Before we get into each of those six pillars that I just rattled off, we're going to step back and talk a little bit about what is self-care. But um, before we get into today's episode, and if you're new to the podcast, we start each episode of She Time talking about what we're sipping on. So I hope you have a beverage in hand. It's our symbol of relaxation and a little time to unwind. Um, Today, I'm sipping on a plant-based vanilla protein shake. Getting in a little bit of protein this morning. And I would love to know what you're sipping on. Feel free to comment you know, below this episode. If you are tuning in from the She First Project website, feel free to leave a review on the podcast platform of your, sh- of your choice and then include in that review what you sip on when you're listening to She Time. I'm definitely curious to hear what everyone's partaking in. So without further ado, let's get into season three, episode one, what is self-care? Hey, this is Sybil. And I'm Brandis. And we're from The Great Girlfriends. And you are listening to us now with Alex of She Time Podcast. So today we're talking about what is self-care. And I thought it was particularly important to take a step back and really define what self-care is because believe it or not, I do have women that I have spoken with that ask, well, what is self-care? What do you think is self-care? And I I think the term self-care has become very trendy more recently. And so some of the images that are um, depicting self-care may not be all inclusive. And I I think that it it leaves many to wonder, well, what is self-care really? And I just want to start by giving just a high level, very broad definition of of how I define self-care, which is self-care is really just doing the things that are necessary to holistically take care of a person. And it should always be something that fuels you and propels you to be the best version of yourself, but it doesn't always feel good. And I know, you know, if we if you go on the social media, you'll see a lot of hashtag self-care posts, and they might lead you to believe that self-care is all about 
beauty treatments or fun in the sun or spa days. And while those things can certainly be a part of a person's self-care practice, self-care is just, a mu- just as much about the things that are not so glamorous, such as therapy or counseling sessions or financial planning. And, and, and those things are all for our betterment. They just may not be as enjoyable. So defining self-care is really about thinking about the things that are necessary to holistically take care of you. And self-care will look different for every person. It's not one size fits all. And so some of the things that I need to take care of me may look very different from the things that you need to take care of you. And that's okay. Um, It's not one size fits all. And it allows us to all do what we need to to really be our best selves. One of the things to think about when we're defining what is self-care is to think about some of the common broad areas in which we need to practice self-care. Even though how we approach self-care will look different from each person, there are typically components of a self-care practice that each person or each individual will need. And um, this is where the six pillars of self-care success comes into play. And if you Google self-care and you read articles about self-care that are actually written by professionals, you will see a lot of these themes also picked up in those articles. And so one of the first things we talk about is physical self-care, taking care of our our bodies. And I'm just going to kind of give you very high-level descriptions of each of those six pillars. And as mentioned, over the course of the season, we will do a deep dive or deeper dive into each of these. But first, starting with physical self-care, taking care of our bodies, which can include things like physical activity, our diet and nutrition, getting enough sleep, making sure that we are scheduling well women's exams and other things to make sure that our bodies are at their best. Next, we talk about mental self-care, really taking care of our minds and our thoughts. A lot of times we may be encouraged to to do that on an individual personal level, sometimes that may involve bringing in a therapist or a counselor to help us to really process some of those things, but really spending time thinking about our mind. I I would also include in this bucket, and this is probably a part of the individual practice, meditation and really spending time to quiet our minds um, because our thoughts are always going and processing and sometimes we just need to take a a break. And I think that's also a part of that mental self-care. Emotional self-care, which sometimes people ask, well, what's really the difference between mental and emotional? And the the difference is is mental is really thinking about the thoughts and emotional is really thinking about the feelings and the emotions that we have. And so it's really experiencing the the emotions that we have, being able to identify them, and then also being able to, to deal with those emotions and process them. Also, social self-care, spending time and investing in the relationships that are important to us and that fuel us. We all need connectivity, and I say that as an introvert, (laughs) that we all need to be connected to others. And so investing in friendships, um, investing in dating or marriage relationships, also investing in our communities, um, being able to serve serve our communities through community service or participating with organizations that um, have a philanthropic purpose, but giving back to those around us and being connected with others really help to, to make us feel good about who we are. And it also is an opportunity for us to be 
fueled as well. Spiritual self-care, being connected to a higher power and being connected to something outside of you. And so for me personally, that's my faith. I'm a Christian. And so um, for me, spiritual self-care is really spending time reading my Bible or devotional, spending time with friends who have similar beliefs and that can help fuel me in that area. But for others, it may also be just spending time outside in nature, really connecting to the earth around us and whatever it is that allows you to tap essentially to a deeper part of you and tap into things outside of you. And then finally, financial self-care. And this is something that I think is really important. You won't find financial self-care as a pillar of self-care in every place that you look around. But for She First Project, I think it's very important because especially for women, I think studies show that there's we receive a lot of security from our finances. And I think also financial self-care is an important component of being able to help us to be able to move forward without a lot of the baggage and the heaviness that comes from being in a state where your finances may be in question. And so I say financial self-care, really taking time to make sure that our finances are in order, also taking time to think about how other aspects of self-care may impact our financial habits. If you listen to season one of She Time podcast, there's an episode with Barry Tesler, who is a financial therapist. And I think she talks quite a bit about how a lot of our emotional, a lot of our kind of upbringing and other issues impact our financial habits. And so sometimes we have to really go back and deal with issues in our childhood or really go back and deal with our thought process on money and what has shaped our thought processes about money and um, correct those things in order to be able to move forward and have really good financial practices. But financial self-care, really taking care of how's, what does our budget look like, financial planning, planning for the future, for retirement and savings and being able to have those things in order is, I think, also a part of self-care. So those are the six pillars that we're going to do a deep dive into. Um, one of the questions that typically comes up in conjunction with thinking about and describing self-care is, why is it important? Well, self-care matters because if we don't practice it, over time we become more susceptible to things such as a loss of identity, feelings of burnout and overwhelm, and fatigue. You know, we, we find ourselves in a place where we're either giving to based on the urgencies that come up around us, or we're giving to the needs of others that present themselves as pressing in our lives. And a lack of self-care can also negatively impact the rela our relationship with others, oftentimes leaving us in a place where we may feel resentful or bitter towards the very people that we pour ourselves out for. So self-care is really important because when you take care of yourself, then you can show up in the situations or the settings that you go into each and every day as a better, more positive, more whole person. Over the course of the season, we'll talk about not only those six pillars of self-care success, but we'll also get into some practical ways as to how we can practice self-care. You may be thinking, okay, that definition didn't really give me the clarity that I needed. And 
that's okay. As I mentioned at the outset, a big part of self-care is finding out what you need to fuel you. And this is actually a great segue and introduction to episode two of this season, which is entitled Self-Care Prerequisites. So we're going to talk in the the next episode about some foundational things that we should be doing to prepare ourselves to practice self-care. And this is really the stage where, where we begin to identify what each person needs in order to be able to take care of themselves. And so we're going to talk about that in episode two. That's a wrap for episode one. So for this season, I'm going to be doing a bit more talking on some of the episodes. And we'll still, of course, have some amazing guests over the course of the season to come on and help us with our deep dive into the six pillars of self-care success. But I want to hear from you. Please send me an email or leave a comment on the She First Project website for the this episode of the podcast, letting me know what is self-care to you. And as of course, we always love to hear about the different ways that you like to practice self-care. So hop on the website or on Instagram and, and find a way to let us know how you practice self-care. I do have a nice freebie for you in conjunction with this episode, which is a nice diagram of the six pillars of self-care success. I want you to head over to the She First Project website. I want you to go to shefirstproject.org backslash podcast backslash s Three E zero one, which is a shortened form for season three, episode one, and there you will find a download for the six pillars of self care success. I encourage you to download that just to use it as a reference to remember these six pillars and the areas that we can work in on self care. And then over the course of the season, there will be other free goodies for you to go and to download and to help you to be able to. Take the information that we talk about over the podcast episodes, digest it, and then apply it to you specifically because the goal here is to have an individualized self-care plan. So I can't wait to talk with you more in episode two. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to She Time. Be sure to visit shefirstproject.org backslash podcast to access the show notes for today's episode. Also, don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts or the podcast platform of your choice to subscribe, rate, and review the show. And sharing is caring, so feel free to share this episode with a friend. I love connecting with our listeners and members of the She First Tribe, so be sure to like and follow the She First Project on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching She First Project. And if you have any suggestions for topics or guests you'd like to see featured on the show, please reach out to us at admin. A-D-M-I-N at shefirstproject.org. Well, I can't wait for you to join me back here next week for another episode of She Time. Until then, take care.